0: What's going on, everybody? This is the Sporting Report Daily Podcast, and we are officially 48 hours away from opening day, Joe. Personally, my favorite day of the entire year. I think it outweighs Christmas. I think it outweighs the last day of school. I think it outweighs everything. You know, baseball season, in my totally unbiased opinion, is the best season, and we're going to have a lot to talk about on that subject.
1: Yeah, you know, it's an exciting time of year. Um, more so for you, I'd say. You know, when I first met you, I could already tell you you, just, you knew everything about the sport. So, um, it's definitely rubbed off on me, though. I, li- I like baseball. I grew up going to Sox games, got season tickets in my family. So, um, yeah, it's an exciting time of year, and i uh, excited to talk about it today.
0: It'll be good. We'll be talking about baseball. We'll talk about the Final Four, a couple of, pr- of our predictions that went wrong, and one of mine that I really want to talk about that went right. Well, yeah, well, Chicago. That was, yeah.
1: You got it. You hit it right in the nose there. But um, another thing we're going to talk about, Frozen Four, and just – how badly we predicted this tournament. I
0: but mean, you said it during the podcast. You can't predict the Frozen Four. You floor. can't. You can't.
1: It doesn't... You know, I don't think it makes us look stupid. Yeah. It's just. <laughs> it just shows how unpredictable the tournament is. You know, it's the best 16 teams. There's no real Cinderella's. It's all just... Best teams going at it. So, um, it was an exciting weekend, but, yeah, we definitely... Yeah.
0: I do think it was funny how uh, when, I, when I was at work, St. Cloud State was playing Air Force. Mm-hmm. That was your team to win That ball. was my team, yeah. And they got killed four to one. I was talking all this trash, right? And then... The next day, Northeastern, my national champion, mm-hmm. goes and loses to Michigan in heartbreaking fashion. So, yeah, I mean, you can't predict it. We'll talk about the uh, NHL playoff races a little bit. Yo, Those are heating that up.
1: Briefly, it's, um, I, I don't know about you. I'm already in playoff mode. I'm the Bruins, I mean, for me, the Bruins are already in, so I'm just kind of looking forward to that. But, um, yeah, yes some exciting
0: races, for sure. So, I mean, you're a lucky guy. I, I can't even be in playoff mode yet, because I don't even know if my team's going to make the playoffs. Oh, We're, yeah, uh, yeah, true. Uh, uh, clinging on to that second wild card spot, but... Second half. They got to a hot start. Hot start, cold finish. See if it's enough to push them over the hump. But we're going to start with baseball. We've got a lot to talk about. This is our official baseball preview episode. I'm going to start by last season, there were a few teams that rose from the dust, right? And kind of. Came out of nowhere. Um, my Yankees, I feel like qualify as a surprise team, right? They kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, they got like
1: a nice revival there with the, nice the young players. I
0: went away from the World Series. Obviously, the Twins did it. They had a hundred loss season, come back and make the playoffs. And then in the NL, that NL West, the, Dod- the Diamondbacks and the Rockies both came kind of came out of nowhere, won those yeah, two wild card yeah. spots. So the first question I'm going to ask you is, who do you see that being this year? Who is your surprise team?
1: Um, you know, I got to be honest. I think the New York Mets are a team who have shown what they're capable of when healthy. You know 2015 making the world series with that rotation that's still intact if they stay healthy that's that's a big if that's see that's their main problem so i think this is a team with a low floor high <laughs> ceiling um noah syndigar jayb durham steven Matz, matt harvey seth lugo jason vargas that's six pitchers who can who can you know put up big numbers when healthy um we saw it that one year we just haven't really seen it since um not just with, with injuries but inconsistency as well guys like Matt Harvey you know being a little shaky at times but this is a team you know I can't really think of another team a team that's underachieved with the amount of talent they've had you know look at their offense a little bit Cespedes, Jay Bruce, Todd Frazier that's a great 2-3-4 certain guys who kind of have had flashes of brilliance in their career like Adrian Gonzalez, Abstrubal Cabrera that's you know, a nice veteran presence right there that can uh, do wonders for this team. And another thing, looking at this division, you got the Nats, but two, three, four, five. That's I think it's anyone's division, You're honestly. Right. I mean, the Phillies are up and coming team. They could be a surprise <coughs> team as well. But I wait think, for it. I'm gonna talk about that. Yeah, it's, yeah, we'll <laughs> <laughs> get to them. So I think winning this division might not be in the cards for this year, but I think a wild card spot is not not a reach if, if they stay healthy. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I think you're colors. right. I think
0: I think in that that NL East, you can you can pretty much lock in the Braves and the Marlins at four or five, right? Yeah. They're interchangeable. I don't. I mean, um, I guess I would I would favor the Braves at four just because they've got they've the got, Marlins, got that young talent. They they could they've gotten rid of their one guy, Stan. So hmm? the Marlins they've gotten rid of. Marlins Stanton. got rid of a bunch. Most notably, Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah, it's, um, it's gonna be a tough year. it's gonna be a tough year, but uh, the Braves. I mean, Dancy Swanson, his shortstop, who hasn't hasn't played the way he's expected to, but with guys like uh, Acuna coming up, Ronald Acuna. And uh, Ozzy Albee is their shortstop prospect, and they can make something happen. But the other team that I'm looking at in this division is, as you mentioned, the Phillies. Mm-hmm. I think they've got all the pieces necessary. I think when they signed Jake Arrieta, they got that last piece that they need. Because when you look at the surprise teams from last year, what were the the popular criteria? It was a veteran ace, right? Mm-hmm. The twins had that with Rivera Santana. Diamondbacks had that with Zach Greinke, and I think they have have that with Jake Arrieta, along with that young talent that the Twins benefited from so much, and the Yankees. They've got J.P. Crawford. They've got Scott Kingrid, They've got Reese Hoskins, who, who went off in the second half of last season. And they've got their young emerging ace with Aaron Nola. I think he's he's a talented guy. The Yankees with Luis Severino. Rockies with John Gray. Diamondbacks even with Robbie Ray, if you want to call him a young emerging ace. I think he's 27, 28 years old. But uh, I, think, I think the Phillies are a team that you definitely have to watch here. Um, I don't see them as a playoff team. I, I see uh, your Mets. I see them making that wildcard spot. I see the Nats winning the division really with no problems. Their rotation has got to be the best in baseball.
1: Yeah, so I would say it's a little more far fetched picking the um, the Phillies because they haven't really proven it yet. You know, it's a it's a team with potential. Right. See, the Mets are a team that has struggled the past two seasons, but they've been in the World Series, so it's you know it's a little more um, likely to happen. But yeah, I think the Phillies long term. I think they're building for the future. Maybe not this year, but you know, next two or three years, they can be a
0: playoff. Right. And I'm not. I'm not saying that this team is going to go off and win 95 games and, and compete for the division. I just they'll, think improve. They'll, they'll improve. improve. They'll improve. They'll absolutely improve. From I think a, they've got a season,
1: season last year. So.
0: Right. And now moving from surprise teams to the perennially good teams, we're going to just discuss our our division winners. We're going to start with I think the strongest top two teams in any division, and that's the American League East. What do you think is going to happen there?
1: AL the East. Um, I think the obvious front runners there: Sox and Yankees. And you know, not just because they've dominated parentally, but I mean, just look at the rosters. I mean, it's, these teams both have loaded up in the off season. You know, the Sox Yankees, definitely the front frontrunners there. Um, AL Central, Indians, it's got to be the Indians. I mean, these past two years, they've ha- had dominant teams. And uh, I think they're just going to continue that again. AL West, Astros just coming off a World Series. You know, if you think about, it, you know, the past three years they've had, back in 2015, they had a playoff season. 2016 kind of plateaued a bit and then they really broke out last year. And I think the reason they're going to continue to succeed is just cuz they've they've even gotten better, you know. Scarecrow, um it's another count the pitcher on a already dominant staff. So um I see them winning that division. Wild cards, let's go. Either Sox Yankees
0: whoever doesn't win the Whoever division.
1: Does, yeah, he doesn't, whoever doesn't win that division. And then I'll go, I'll go Mariners there. National League, it's a little easier to predict here. Nationals in the East, Cubs in the Central, Dodgers in the West. But the West is, it's a competitive division. You know, probably the most competitive. As I said earlier, I think the Wild Card. I think the Mets could squeeze in there if if healthy, big if again. Um, and then Diamondbacks. So I'll, I'll go I'll go Mets and I'll go Diamondbacks.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I don't really see any any uh, disagreements there. Obviously, Yankees, Red Sox, both of them, 99.9% chance that they both they both make the playoffs, right? Uh, the Central, I mean, it's got to be the Indians. The Twins are good, but um, they're not going to compete with Cleveland. They don't have the pitching to compete with Cleveland. The West has got to be the Astros. I think it's disrespect to anybody than the Astros in that division. You, you just can't do that to defending champions. And I think they're obviously far and wide the best team in that division anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, the wild card, obviously, whoever doesn't win the division, Yankees, Red Sox. And I'm going back and forth between the Twins and the Mariners. Uh, I know you said the Mariners. I've, I've, I could make a case for both, but I think I'm going to say the Twins. Do
1: you think they'll repeat what they did?
0: I th- I th- well Somewhere, yes yeah I think I mean Joe Mauer he's what thirty five years old but he's still producing he's still hitting over three hundred.
1: I think Sano um, their guy. Sanoa's their, Sano's their guy. Yeah. Sanoa's
0: a stud, and then obviously you got Rosario, you've got uh, Buxton, who's finally starting to blossom into that top hundred prospect that everybody expect- that he was in the minors. And the National League, yeah, I mean, Nats, Cubs, Dodgers, I, it's a clean sweep there. I don't, I mean, they'll they'll all win that division by five or more games, I think, to be honest. And like you said, the Mets, the Mets are going to get that wild card spot if their pitchers stay healthy. That's a big if, mm-hmm. because they've they've got hardly any rotation depth after after Vargas, who's in line for that number six guy if somebody were to get injured. So the Mets, and then I like the Brewers. I know I talked about them last. Last podcast in our short little baseball preview. They're promising last um, year for sure. They were the first they, half at uh, least. Ten games over five hundred. They yeah. were they were competing for that second wildcard spot. Nobody was paying any attention to them because that's how dominant the National League West was. But uh, I think they'll do it. I think I don't I don't see that as a pick of the Diamondbacks and the Rockies getting worse. I see that as a pick of the Giants, the Padres getting better, which means that that division is they're just going to beat up on each other and. Because of that, the Diamondbacks and the Rockies' records are going to fall because the Padres have strengthened their roster and the Giants have done the same. If when they get Bumgarner back, but you still see the Dodgers, Dodgers should have a problem. Dodgers will win that division, no problem. Because
1: it's been you know them and the Giants have almost swapped right each year. I mean, I think if you look at the Giants this year, could just based on history, you know, they had a bad year last year. They could bounce back. That's true. But I think you got to look at. You can't just look at trends. You got to look at the you know the roster and like you said that that division is just. It's gotten better and better.
0: And and for what it's worth, that division I have, the Dodgers winning, uh, Diamondbacks in second, then Giants, Rockies, Padres. So I, I do think the Giants will see a significant increase, but um, not good enough to, to make it dead for a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. All right, so now we've got the playoff teams in line. Joe, what's your World series matchup?
1: Yeah, so I'm going to stand by what I said last week, Astros and Cubs. Do the Astros repeat? Uh, I think on paper they're the best team. I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard to repeat, but I just think the talent they have is going to out. Way every other team, and um, they're my pick to win it all. So,
0: yeah, no, uh, last what I say last week, I said, um, said Indians in AS? AS and Dodgers. Yes, uh, I'm gonna completely do a backflip on that. I, I've, I've since completely changed my mind. I think I, I, hope that my opinion does not lose all credibility by taking my Yankees as the American League champion. But I honestly, I feel like, I feel like it'll be them. I, I mean, yeah, it's it's not what, just what made me, the change. What
1: made the change? From
0: other it was Indians. it was a couple things. It was the Yankees and the Indians, in the American League Division Series last year, they matched up, and what ultimately beat the Indians in that series was power. I mean, Game Three, Greg Byrne hits that solo home run yeah. off Andrew Miller of all people. Uh, game Four, they win like eight nothing, and then Game Five, Didi hits two home runs against Kluber, the Yankees power, and they only got more of it with Stan, right? and they couldn't, the last three games of the series, they were having a tough time hitting Yankee pitching, and they're, they haven't changed their rotation at all. If anything, they've gotten better because Severino's going to be another year older. Sonny Gray's finally going through a full season with the Yankees. So I see, I see I, for what it's worth, I do see a Yankees-Red Sox-ALCS. Uh, see, that'd I be great. I see that'd the Astros. I see, I, Bring the rivalry back. Right. I, I see the Red Sox beating the Astros. Don't ask me why. It's, it's just a gut pick, mm-hmm. a good feeling. Um, but yeah, I got the Yankees. And then the National League, Despite their uh, inability to win in October, I think that's finally going to end. I mean, how good does the Nationals roster have to get in order for them to win in October? Like, how good they? Everyone thought it was going to be last year, and before that, it's, everyone—it's
1: every other, They've always before been that everyone thought it was going to be the year on before. The rise, right. right. Yeah.
0: Uh, I think I think they're finally going to make something happen. But that, that, that rotation is is far and wide. Maybe not far and wide, but absolutely one of the best in baseball. And the lineup—Bryce Harper's in a contract here. You know, most of the time, when a big-time players in the contract year, they show out. So, um, Yanks, I think Nats, no matter
1: what, Bryce Harper's always going to uh, produce for that team. You know? Right,
0: but when you're a contract year, it gives you that much more incentive to, to make things happen. He had one really good year, his MVP year, which was 2015, I believe.
1: Yeah, last year, he tailed off a little bit, um, He did
0: average-wise. But... And In 2016, he struggled a little bit, but that was because of a nagging injury that nobody really knew about. But that's the second point. Um, yeah, yeah. Yankees-Nationals World Series. Whoever wins, uh, it's not gonna bother me either way. I think <clears throat> that'd be a great series to watch. But uh, for what it's worth, I did, I did take the Yankees.
1: Okay.
0: Part bias. I I, I, resp- I respect part, it. Part part statistically. bad. It's,
1: it's not like I mean yeah I'm a, I'm a Sox fan you're a Yankees fan but like those are two of the best teams. Right. Yeah, I just, I personally just think the Astros are, are the best team. And I
0: wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised but to see the Astros. It's not it's not series. always the
1: best team that wins. So, right. Exactly. You, know, you never know who's gonna peak at the end of the season. You know these are just predictions. Um, for what it's worth, we were. Completely wrong on our hockey, <laughs> on our hockey picks, so we might not be credible. But <laughs> these are these are far uh, predictions far down the far down the road. Right.
0: So, so we'll move to the award winners real quick. There's, uh, oh yeah, we'll we'll do this and then we'll we'll look at your your fantasy home run game. So we'll talk about MVP side rookie of the year. I've got a couple managers who I want to highlight for manager of the year, just just for fun because I think that's going to be an interesting race to watch. Um, MVP. We'll start with the American League MVP. I think it's going to be Correa, Carlos Correa.
1: I'm going Altuve.
0: I um, think I I want to either, pick one, Altuve. either one, either um, one. But I think I think Correa is Altuve plus power, especially now that he's he's starting to hit his prime. Um, Cy Young after Chris Sale, I know you did also. I took yep. I think he was he should have won last year before his epic collapse in the last two months of the season. He I was, think they'll
1: be aware of that though, and they won't. You know, they kind of warm out first half, and it kind of set up a. A collapse at the end of the year. I think there'll be right. more contents of it. He'll be more
0: consistent. He should be um, rookie. I think it's it's tough because it's Otani and it's Gleyber Torres from the Yankees. First of all, nobody knows when Torres is going to come up. It's probably going to be in two weeks for that that hole in the, the loophole to, to give an extra year of eligibility. But I think it's going to be Otani. I don't think I mean, there's nobody else like him yeah, in history. You know, I I don't know. It's, it's Otani's going to be rookie of the year, and then manager Aaron Bleep and Boone, Aaron Boone of the Yankees. Um, first year manager. I the Wildings going World Series. And um
1: I'm still honestly I'm still surprised that Girardi got the boot, you know. I mean, after, I, were, mean yeah. dude, I mean they're going in the right direction. It's like you make the ALCS.
0: There were a the lot games, of things. It,
1: it, it might have not just been on field performance. I don't know. I don't, it was it was um know.
0: his inability to mesh with the young players that got Brian Cashman and, and Hal Steinbrenner nervous because that's Going to be so important in the next couple of years is having a manager who can relate to their players. I liked it too. I thought he was great, but he was also a pretty bad in game manager. He didn't really know how to manage the bullpen. Really. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I have Aaron Boone. So it's a uh, Correa, Sale, Otani, Aaron Boone in the National League MVP. Like I said before, I think it's going to be Bryce Harper. I think he's going to show out in his contract year. Um, Cy Young, I have Steven Strasburg. I think the Nationals are going to sweep mm-hmm. those two awards. Strasburg, he's first of all he had a great spring. That doesn't mean anything, but uh, but he looks good, and he had a good year last year. Uh, behind Scherzer, rookie. We uh, we debate on this a little bit. I took Lewis Brinson from the Marlins. I know you were looking at um, Acuna or um, Victor Robles, right?
1: Yeah, no, I like I like Robles. I think he's a guy who's got a lot of potential. Um, like you said, p- you no know, potential. You know, you haven't done it yet, so it's exactly we gotta see how he does. But you know, stellar athlete. And, um...
0: and the manager of the year, of the National League. I-, I think the manager of the year awards are going to be a New York sweep. I think it's gonna be Mickey Callaway, another first year manager. Um, from the Mets if he can keep that rotation healthy and if he can get them to the playoffs I think he'll he'll win manager of the year there despite the Nationals potentially winning 100 plus games
1: yeah I think it'll be more you know for the Yankees I I don't think you know obviously manager is important but I think no matter who you have as manager that that team is so loaded that they're gonna succeed um with the Mets a different story you know if that man if what's his name? Mickey Callaway. Callaway if he can you know get get his guys going and um into the playoffs, I think that's puts him definitely as a front runner for manager of year. Yeah.
0: Right. I think uh, the Mets, the Mets manager job is going to require so much more in game, in game management than just Boone, who's going to sit back and watch his guys hit four hundred for bombs. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, it, it really. There's a lot less wiggle room for Callaway, yes. I would say. Um, so the last thing we'll talk about for before, uh, before we get into some other topics is you've got a, a, a little game you want to play.
1: Yes. Yeah, so this game. Um, my brother actually got me into it, so it's my brother and my cousin with um, some of their friends. It, it was 65 bucks to enter, so... Wow. It's a big cash prize. Now, is it play. is it
0: all the teams playing the same pool, or is it, like, different leagues? It's... Yeah, we well, different pools.
1: Like, our pool, I don't know how many guys it is, but we're all competing against each okay, other. Okay, so, so it's not
0: everybody buys into one pool, it's like one big leaderboard. No, so. no,
1: no. Okay. No. So, um... The concept of the game, it's it's a home run pool. So, you, you pick seven guys in your lineup. So, you get points based on how much they exceed their target number. So,
0: so for example, Jose Altuve, I'm looking yeah. at him right now. His number is 11. Number's so, if he 11. were potentially hit 20 home runs, he'd have nine points. Right? Yes. Or your team would have nine points. Yeah.
1: So, think of like Aaron Judge last season. If you picked him, you basically won. Because no one knew who he was. So, so you actually helped me construct my team. I did. Um, so, I got Altuve. His target number is 11. I didn't want to pick anyone. You know, I, I thought about picking, like, Bryce Harper or someone like Mike Trout, but their target numbers in the 20s. It's, right. it's think, a little more risky, so...
0: I think with a game with this kind of, of style, it's hard to pick guys with 20, 25 home run projections because mm-hmm. they get very easily undershooted with exactly. an injury.
1: Exactly, exactly. So, um L2A, it's that's 11. I think yeah, he's got, he packs a little bit of power. He's five foot six, but I can see him hitting, you know, in the 20s. Um, my second pick, he's a guy, you know... I'm a Sox fan. Andrew Benintendi. Yeah. You know he's uh, he's got ten projected ten. Benny Biceps, we call him.
0: Benny Biceps. In
1: uh, Red Sox Nation, <laughs> he's got a lot of power, and I could see him having a big year. Uh, Charlie Blackman, projected eighteen. Uh, he hit in the thirties last year. Right. Yeah, I could see him repeating that again. This next pick, you actually can probably explain it more because you helped me with this. Nick Castellanos on the the Troy. Yeah. Pro- projected he, thirteen. So.
0: He um. Uh, he was a big-time prospect. I know he, he does pack a little power at third baseman. Yeah. Uh, I just I just think 13 is too low. I think he could very easily, with, with a little bit of luck, reach 30 or 35 home runs. So I think that's that's a, a low-risk, high-reward pick because he's only at 13. So even if he underperforms, like people are – even if he underperforms his 2018 projections, he'll still probably overshoot 13.
1: Exactly. That was a trend of my picks. It was guys with – I'd say you have little risk, high-reward right. with all so these guys. his next guy. Well, Goldschmidt, even nineteen, I think. Uh, so my next pick is Paul Goldschmidt of the Diamondbacks. Nineteen. I mean, he can hit in the thirties. Right. No. Potentially it's... hit forty. I mean, I think he's a very underrated hitter, in my opinion. I mean, he's you know he's had a great season last year. Um, he's always in the MVP race. Yeah, game, he's he always finishes third. He's always, always he's always third. there. <laughs> he's always there. So, I went with him. This next pick, I'm a big fan of this guy, um, Eric Hosmer. Some Padres now, or he right. he signed an eight-year.
0: No, he signed an eight-year deal with oh, the Okay,
1: Padres. one thing there but I'm a little worried is you know that that park, Petco Park, very uh, pitcher-friendly, I guess. Yeah. You know, it's a deep ballpark. He's projected at twelve, so again, low risk, high reward. In this last pick, Justin Turner, projected at twelve of the Dodgers, had a breakout season last year. Um, I'm a fan of his. I think you know he's got a lot of upside. You know, he's not really known for being a power hitter, but you know, I can see it. You know, he gets, Right, he could easily yeah. reach
0: twenty if he stays healthy. I think.
1: Yeah, so it's an exciting game. Um, again, you know, I'm not really huge in the baseball, so I think this is something that can help me, you know, get re rejuvenated back into the sport. Um, you know, it's, it should be fun. So. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I appreciate your help on this. Um, of course, it's my thing. Yeah, you know, I, I just, I feel as though I've kind of been, you know, for me, baseball, it's harder to get into because, you know, when the season's starting up, you got playoff hockey, playoff yeah. basketball. Yeah, that's more what I'm in, into, but um, I'm definitely looking to, you know, I think this will help me get back involved with the game. Um, you know, it's a great sport, so.
0: Love it. Yeah. Um, so now we'll transition into what we talked about last week, which is uh, the Final Four and the Frozen Four, one of which went very well for us, and one of which not so much, mm-hmm. right? The fr- final four. I don't. I don't mean to rub it in, Joe, but Loyola Chicago. We can run the tape. You guys can go back and listen to it.
1: You had them. I had it you on had my them. final
0: four. I thought they were. God's do it. on their side. God is yes. on. Sister Jean is on their side. Um, they went and they, they beat Kansas State in the Elite Eight, and they beat. Oh no! I'm sorry. They beat uh, Nevada in the yes. Elite Eight, and they went yes. beat. Um, yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't beat Kansas State in the... No, sorry. No, be, Jesus they beat Christ. Bad, they beat Nevada in the Sweet 16. Yes. They beat Kansas State in the Elite Eight. That's what it is. Easy, no it, matter it what, an, they it made the easy, Final Four. It was an
1: easy road, but this team is very good. And they do a right. lot of things well. Um, good matchup against Michigan. I think
0: this matchup against Michigan is going to be the toughest matchup so far in the tournament. But, I mean, based on... It they, should be. It's a it should forward, be. You know? it's, it's a good game, but, I mean, this Loyola team, if we've learned anything about them, is that... They can shoot the ball really well, even when there's a hand in their face, and they play suffocating defense. Michigan, the only reason Michigan's because that game against Houston. That, that buzzer beater, yep. Jordan Poole. Everybody wants to forget that. But they're
1: both uh they both have their share of close games. You're right. Term. You know
0: what I can't I can't say that without mentioning Loyola's buzzer beater against Miami and Tennessee yeah. and Nevada and all that.
1: So with that being said, I think I think we should expect a close game. I think I think they hope it's both play yeah. in these tight games, um, in this other matchup, Kansas and Nova. I have Nova winning. Really? I've had Nova winning.
0: That's this true. Whole yeah. You've
1: had Kansas winning. You know, this is more of a heavyweight uh, matchup. Right. Two of the parental, parentally good basketball schools um, I'm looking forward to. It. I, I'm i picking Nova. I think Nova's had a pretty – they haven't really had a, a tough – they've had tough opponents, but they haven't really played in a tight game yet. They've kind of
0: – they've steamrolled their way. They've really rolled over everybody they've yeah. come across. Kansas is, is almost the opposite. They almost lost to Seton Hall. They almost lost to Duke.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So they're battle tested
1: you know, it's, it's pros and cons. You know, Nova, they haven't played in a close game. So if this, this is anticipated to be a close game, um, we'll see how they handle that pressure. But both teams currently have been in these positions. So um, th- I think this is, you know, a better matchup as far as the talent level goes. Goes. Right. Oh, well, uh, it has yeah. to be. Yeah. I and mean, this
0: is very deservingly the game that's in primetime. It yes. starts at, at 8.00, oh, 8.20, 8 o'clock, something. Um, real quick before we move on to the ice hockey, Frozen 4.00. Uh, what's your championship matchup?
1: For uh, final, final four? four, I'll go Nova and I'll go Nova and Loyola Chicago.
0: Love it. I'm I'm gonna I, say Nova I, wins. Nova wins. I I got. Oh man. You want to pick Loyola? I, I picked him for the final four. I'm gonna pick, pick the up. Ramblers again. Pick them. Loyola pick Chicago pick beats up. Michigan. Beats pick Michigan. Up. Goes to the championship game. Gets killed by Kansas. That's my prediction.
1: Gets smacked. Yeah. Gets
0: smacked by Kansas. But that tell you what Loyola Chicago and Kansas would be a great if you I love, love shooting. Yeah. That's gonna be a game to watch. There's two of the best shooting teams in the country.
1: Honestly, that's a matchup I want to see because David versus Goliath. That's right. those are my most uh, probably the most watched matchups, and I think last year deviated from that with um, two one seeds being in it. The year before, two one seeds being in yeah. it. So I think we need that. I think we need a, a underdog against. You know, uh, traditionally powerhouse. Right.
0: And, tr- and traditionally, uh, double-digit seeds in the Final Four have not fared well. I remember Syracuse a couple years ago, they went and they got killed by North Carolina in the Final Four. Um, VCU, when they went from the first four to the Final Four, they is... got killed in the Final Four. But uh, you know what? If if this Loyola team has shown anything, is that the, they're their own team and they can they can make a name for themselves, which will be good. Um, Frozen Four, let's talk about it. Let's talk about how, how brutally awful we did in our prediction seven days ago.
1: Yeah, I mean... <laughs> This tournament is, it, I love watching it, but you, you can pick the whole bracket wrong. That's how difficult it is to pick. I mean, St. Cloud State played against a Air Force team. No disrespect to Air Force. They won the Atlantic Hockey Conference, but they were underwhelming all season. I mean, they finished fifth in the Atlantic Hockey, which is the worst conference in the country. I uh, had a good run in the tournament to win that, but that was the biggest surprise to me. I mean, St. Cloud I picked them to win. I was so confident in that pick last mm-hmm. week. I didn't even really explain why. You know, <laughs> they were just—they were so good. They're one of the best teams I've seen in recent, not just this year, but in recent memory. I mean, they, but not—not not to I don't know, dwell on that too much. Um, yeah, you know, one thing I'm disappointed about, other than St. Cloud State, St. Cloud State, of course, that was just a bracket buster. But um, the lack of hockey East teams yet again, you know, in the Frozen Four. Um, hockey East and ECAC. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Hockey, so traditionally, uh, the best. It, what, right? we, we pride ourselves on. Not we, the hockey's <laughs> prides itself on being the best conference in the country. I still believe they are, but you know, Northeastern, BU, Province, none of them punched their ticket. So, um, but with that, with that being said, you know, I think it's still a good, a good pool, and um, you know, one matchup I really want to see now, Ohio State, Michigan, in the you know the Frozen Four. You know, you got Ohio State, Duluth, Michigan. Notre Dame. I mean Ohio State, Michigan, that's a storied rivalry. I think that'd be great to see yeah. for, for the sport, you know. Not that's, just not just being a football rivalry, but that's just a school rivalry in general. And that the, that's something
0: I know. And first of all, before we get into the frozen forward, there is one pick that you did get right, Joe, that we talked about on the podcast. What was that? Princeton.
1: Oh yeah, first, got, they, Princeton guy rolled. So yeah, so
0: they got pumped. So we're so we're we're not we're not batting with a That was easy part. to pick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, one thing that I noticed was that, at first glance, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Michigan; those are three traditionally r- rivalry yeah, schools yeah. outside of hockey, but not just in, in hockey, just... right? Especially football. That's going to be fun to watch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, I'm expecting a good final four. Can we, real quick, talk about that? That Notre Dame and um, who was Michigan? the four seat? Uh, that the, oh, the first in the 10. tournament. Notre Dame, that, that was, was a an great unbelievable game. game. That was a great unbelievable game. ending. Let's talk about the ending real quick before we move on. I was I was in I was at work. I watched it. I saw mm-hmm. the puck sitting on on the, on the post for Michigan Tech. I was like, so uh, tap it in." I felt I felt like that kid's pain. I right. Mean, 30, it, 30 seconds later, Notre Dame sends a rifle into the top right, top left. Yeah, it was a
1: Imagine. snipe. I mean, I think Notre Dame deserved one. I think I kind of knew they were going to win the whole game. I think Michigan Tech. I'm not going to say they're happy to be there because they they're a great team, but um, Notre Dame just plays with so much pace, and I could see you know that they were. They were ahead the whole game, and Michigan Tech just kept climbing back. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, that last sequence of the game, Michigan Tech, within a, a centimeter of scoring. Right. You know? And it's just tough to see. Overall, was, that, was, that was the best game of the tournament in my opinion. I think you're right. So far. Another storyline, just real quick. Minnesota Duluth, they're playing. So the Frozen Four is at St. Paul this year. Right. So they have the opportunity to win. In front of that home crowd, which would just be nuts. I mean, the city would be out of control. Minnesota is the you know hurts me to say this being a Massachusetts kid, but um, <laughs> you know, that, that's the state of hockey. You know, Minnesota parentally So um, yeah, I think you know they're looking for revenge last year coming in second.
0: Do you see them winning it this year, Duluth? You um, What's your prediction?
1: I'm gonna honestly. Ohio State was very impressive this weekend. You know, not just. The win over princeton princeton yeah they're princeton but uh sorry <laughs> wow, Not, ruthless. yeah ruthless but denver is it's insane how good denver is yeah that was and, a big they, one. and they and they destroyed denver so um i got Ohio state i think they'll roll in there and um i like this michigan team michigan i think quinn hughes is the best defenseman in this tournament you know he's he's 18 he's younger than you and i are he technically should still be a senior in high school <laughs> But I've never seen – I mean, he's one of the best skating prospects I can remember in recent memory, and he put on the show this weekend. But not just him. You know, that top line um, for Michigan really proved, you know, they're one of the better lines in the country to go along with, you know, just a lot of depth and size, I guess. I think Michigan will, will beat that Notre Dame team in a, in a close game. And I got I got Ohio State beating Michigan State in the final. Michigan. Yep. I do. It, it's going to be a good final, though. It's going to be a good weekend. Uh, unfortunately, we have to wait. Uh, two weeks
0: for it so uh we'll have baseball and college basketball to keep us company until yeah then. um yeah i mean I, I i i agree with your pick with ohio state um yeah they, they're ohio dominant state. they
1: looked dominant last week so. but notre dame michigan
0: that's where we disagree i we i got, think i got notre dame yeah. just because of the goalie Ooh, he's he's excellent yeah yeah he's excellent he's had a great tournament he had a great season he's one of the front runners for, yeah. Baker, really. For the Baker, yeah. For the Baker, yeah. That's a good point. A hot goalie is is huge this time of year. And did you see the saves that he made against Michigan Tech?
1: Oh my God! Yeah. Did man. you
0: see a wide open net? I don't know yeah. where a glove just it's comes insane. out of a mess of players.
1: I think I think that's something that
0: you know I overlook. I, I
1: look at the players, the uh, you know the forwards, defensemen. But yeah, if you can't put it past the goal, right? I mean, I don't. I would. So say I'm that, still picking Michigan. I'm just. You
0: know, I'm I just said that Michigan probably has more skater talent than Notre Dame does. Um, but they're cold. I mean, come on. Yeah, he can take over again. Yeah, yeah.
1: He, he can. So uh, either so way, yeah, take, we're, we're looking forward to it. We are. It'll be good.
0: Ohio State, Notre Dame. Um, it's a toss up. I was. Um, I'll got, really, really. Really, I thought he might roll with that uh, hot goal uh, I think. I think he. I think uh, Ohio State will make it happen.
1: Isn't that crazy though? Ohio State, like, like who knows them for their hockey? Exactly. And they could win. They could win the national championship. Like, would that school even get? Like rowdy, I don't even know.
0: I mean, I, I, you'd hope so, right? I hope. I hope. I mean, look like at Quinnipiac basketball. I'm sure if we made yeah, March I guess yeah. I race. guess it, I
1: guess it's just whatever.
0: Whatever team does well, you know, that's <laughs> popular on campus. I I did hear Notre Dame's fencing team did win a national championship a couple days ago, and the Notre Dame community was very excited about it.
1: They threw down, yeah.
0: I don't know if they threw down. I don't know if it's, I mean fencing. I don't know how big a deal it is out yeah. there in South Bend, but or anywhere, yeah. or anywhere, yeah, yeah, yeah really. <laughs> Other than like the Olympics, yeah, um, that's that's cool. But yeah, so that'll be a good tournament to watch. We got uh, two really good collegiate tournaments that are that are coming up. That should be very fun to watch. Um, but now <clears throat> we'll talk about college hockey. We'll start talking about professional hockey because we are in that stretch, Joe, where. Uh, a, a fan of a team like yours is starting to prepare for the playoffs mm-hmm. and a fan of a team like mine is sweating out of every part of his body wondering if it seems to make the playoffs, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, I'm I guess I'm a Bruins fan by just from living in the in the region. Of yeah, course. I'm am I'm a hockey fan. I'm more of a hockey just a hockey guy than a than a Bruins fan, but um yeah, it's good to see them. They they've really had an excellent season, um shattering all expectations with same with, honestly, the Devils, dude, they, like, no one picked them to even be in contention, so.
0: No, I know, but I, I think when you're in line for a playoff spot for you as long it, as they yeah. have been, yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter if you were picked to finish the season without a win. If you want to make the playoffs, if you've been in a playoff spot for six months of the season, right? And Halsey. Halsey. I know you're a big Taylor Hall guy.
1: Love Halsey. He's had an amazing season. I, I want to see him in the playoffs. He hasn't been in the playoffs yeah. very much, but, um. Let's talk about you know the rest of the other teams. Who do you got squeezing in? Um,
0: oh man, I mean that that first of all the Metropolitan Division. Those top three teams aren't even decided yet. I mean it's it's uh-huh. Washington. It's, it's up in Pitt, the air. Washington, I think, will win the division, no problem, right? They're five points ahead of Pittsburgh mm-hmm. with six games to play. Pittsburgh's gonna make the playoffs as I think as a division team. I don't unless they. are scared. They're scary, they're scary ball, in the playoffs. They're scary. I mean. Um, that that front line, Malkin, Kessel, and and um and of course Sidney Crosby. But, not even
1: that's not even. The Penguins are like, they split those guys sure up. Went through it works so, like they had their, on their third line playing the other night. They had Kessel, Brassard, and Sheary <laughs> as their third line. I mean, I think for them balance is what's gonna. Yeah. Yeah, I could see them. Honestly, I could see them winning the cup again. It's like it's the only not, thing that
0: could be their downfall is like we talked about with college hockey is their goaltending. I know. Um, yeah, situation's not. They're not not, not ideal. I know they have that kid to Smith the The rookie. Yeah, save.
1: he gave up eight to Boston. I, yeah, I don't so. really know. Well, not <laughs> they gave up eight to Boston. He was.
0: A he he happened to be in that. I know they've got Murray, who who showed out last playoffs, but I, mean, I don't know. He hasn't. He hasn't been the same player. But the rest of that division, I mean, it's it's Columbus, it's Philadelphia, it's the Devils, and I guess not really Carolina if you want, but they're they're on the outside looking in yeah. by quite a bit at this point. Um, I think it'll be Philadelphia to sneak into that number three spot. I think over, gonna Columbus, over Columbus. But Columbus
1: gets us a wild card.
0: That's the th- yeah they have yeah. to. Yeah. I mean, it, the way I'm looking at it is that the Devils are three behind the Flyers and the Jackets, but they also have a game in hand. So they have played one less game than the other two teams have, and then the same thing with Florida to the Devils. The Florida's and Florida Panthers on the opposite looking in, but they're a point behind the Devils with a game more to play.
1: It's also just to look at how their season's trending. I mean, New Jersey, New Jersey gets off to a hot start. Right. And I'd say they've plateaued a little bit. You know, they're not as uh, hot as they were to start. Florida, the opposite. I mean, yeah. they didn't start great. I don't think anyone really expected them to do much for most of the season, but they've really turned it on.
0: And then the Flyers come out of nowhere, too, about oh, half yeah. of the season. Yeah, Philly. It's New Boston. Boston was on the outside looking in for a while. And then they went on that crazy tear. Like, yeah. Had, like 20 something straight games with a
1: point. It's insane. So.
0: Um, but, yeah, so I think it'll be Washington, Pittsburgh. It'll be Philly. And, and Florida or Jersey? Um, well, Philly, those are my three metro, metro teams. The wild card, it's got to be Columbus has to make the playoffs, right? I mean, they're they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. So. Um, and the Devils and Panthers, that's – I can't even pick a team there. That's going to give me heartaches no matter which way <laughs> I go. Um, I'll just say I hope it's the Devils, but um, I would not be surprised if it's the Panthers, so I will leave it at that.
1: Alright, let's look at the Western Conference here, huh? Um,
0: Western Conference wild card. It's it's a good one too.
1: Yeah, so division you got central Nashville, they they'll win that. I mean over Winnipeg. Right. Winnipeg in second. Also clinch playoffs. Minnesota right now sitting at third and then you got the Pacific. The Vegas Golden Knights have not they've not uh they haven't slowed down. I mean What a story. What a season they've had as a as an expansion team. So they're in the first
0: in the Pacific. By a pretty good margin. Yeah, by six
1: points over San Jose. So San Jose in second, and Anaheim in third. The wild cards, you got LA and the Avs. So and who you got? How this, do you see that
0: shaping up? This, I think, is a better race than the, than the East is because it's the Kings who have five games to play. The the Avs who have six games to play, they're a point behind the Kings. Mm-hmm. And the Blues who have seven games to play, and they're two points behind the Kings and one point behind the Avs. Um, this could go any direction. I, I'm gonna say I think the Kings will make the playoffs just because, probably as that second team, just because um, one of the two teams should pass them based on the amount of games played, yeah. the games left. I agree. I just think the King, the Kings in the playoffs are a completely different monster than the Kings in the regular season. I think that's when that's when quick turns it on. That's when everybody turns it on.
1: Yeah, if they get in, they're they're scary. They're huh? going to
0: be scary, and you know what's even more interesting is that if the Kings get in and get that first wildcard spot, they're most likely going to be playing Vegas. Oh yeah, which would be that's, that's that's what everybody wanted the rivalry to be, when Vegas first. I know came. it's
1: crazy. That,
0: that, that, that would, West Coast hockey, I mean. That will be a must-watch playoff series: Vegas and the Kings. It Manhattan, will. So. It will,
1: and then I I don't know about you. I, I see St. Louis getting in the playoffs. Are
0: you can see St. Louis over the Azs. I I could see that. I, I see know. It, um, I see it. I mean. Yeah, it's I, tough <laughs>
1: with injuries. They've had some tough injuries and even suspensions with Braden Shan.
0: Right, but.
1: You know they're they're playing desperate hockey right now. If you if you watch them, who is St.
0: Louis? They are.
1: I mean, in in these tight contested games, they've been prevailing, and um, right. If they can keep that up, you know I see them getting in. I want I want to see the Blues in. You know I'm a fan of the of the organization, so um, but yeah, even the ABS. I mean, we talk about Vegas a lot. I mean, they were shopping their roster. I mean, look at Matthew Shane. He wanted out of you. He, he, he left, wanted didn't out he. Of, he Yes, and now he's on these Senators who are right. nowhere near a playoff <laughs> spot. So that's pretty impressive. I mean, you know, when your best player wants to leave so badly, it's got to do something for the confidence of the players. Like, oh, he doesn't even want to be on our team. Yeah. But, but they, they played together. And, you know, that would be a good story if they can get in as well. But I, I think St. Louis has the uh, has what it takes to get in. You know, Dallas, they were actually a lot of teams' preseason cup pick. Really? they they tailed off. They got eighty four points right now with eight games remaining, so
0: it's, it, it's not, eight games. not no Six. Six, six,
1: six. So yeah, they they're kind of out of it,
0: I think. God loves Sagan. Oh yeah, he, big Tyler Sagan guy, but I don't I don't think. I mean, it's they're just the the, the team, you yeah, know. They they have think, they have yeah. good
1: star power. It's just the
0: they're too far. They haven't
1: the really the mesh game,
0: great. And then also you look at, at at the what's going to probably end up being the Aves and the Blues. Abs, I feel like are trending downward. Not badly, but they're trending downward. Mm-hmm. The Blues had they suffered a losing streak in March. They're, or in April or February. Jesus, um, they came out the gates. They came out of the gate. They really, have. Really well. They've won, What their last five? They're on a five-game winning streak. They've won seven of the last eight. They are hot. I I think it's gonna be the Blues. I think you're probably right. Yeah, it's a, it's a streaky team, but right now it's a it's a winning streak. So the thing they have to worry about is if they're a streaky team, they win a winning streak now. Playoffs hit. Losing could start again, mm-hmm. and we'll, against we'll against what will probably the best be the best team in the conference, which is Nashville.
1: Yeah, Nashville. I, I honestly I don't see I don't see a team. I see a team competing in Nashville. But I think they're they gotta be the favorite in the West. I mean that so? that decor is. Oh yeah. Daunting. I mean, for opposing offenses, and um, even like their forwards have really picked up. Like last year, I don't think they had the best forward group, and um, they've reloaded this year. Guys have progressed, and yeah, you know, I'm a big big Nashville guy.
0: I like Nashville. Yeah. Big, big Suban guy. Oh, yeah. he's Big a, Subban guy. He's a great guy. He's, <laughs> good, um, good for the community. So we're at 49 minutes now, so we're going to wrap it up real quick. But before we sign off for the week, Joe, um, give me your Stanley Cup pick.
1: Ooh. Um, I can't turn my back on the Preds. So Nashville will be playing against you – know, ah, let's, let's go Boston. Boston. Oh.
0: Let's go Boston. All right, so Joe, you just give us you just give us Preds in Boston, right? We've actually been joined by Kirby Paulson of QBSN. QBSN, yeah. A big hockey sure, guy, man. big hockey expert. So Kirby, what's your Stanley Cup prediction? Honestly, I'm going with the Preds in Boston too. I didn't think that Boston was gonna get there at first. I was the only one before the season started that said they were probably gonna finish in the top four, and everybody called me crazy. But I guess that prediction held up. I think national is making an extremely good case especially after last year i mean what they've been able to do just with the turnover they're absolutely fantastic they're a quick team they're a fun team and they really have built something that's really really special so i'm interested to see how their squad stacks up against a really mixed boston bruins squad between young talent and old veterans and once the bruins get healthy i think they've got the east i think tampa's going to be a bit of a challenge but i think they can handle it
1: yeah you know adding on to that you know this is reminding me of the, the 2011 squad was able to win the cup. It's just depth, you know. It's not just one line doing this. I mean, that, that top line, if they can get uh, Pasternak, Marchand, and Bergeron, you know, clicking out all cylinders on that first line, I think that will um, obviously be, be a major key. But it's just guys who just stepped up, like like Danton Heinen, um, Jake DeBrusque. These guys who you really didn't know coming in the season who filled those depth roles. And, um, so, yeah, I see I see Boston... Being a, a team you don't want to play against in the playoffs.
0: Can't forget about your boy Donato, right?
1: Oh, I, lo- yeah, I love Donato. me some. I love me some Donato. Uh, <laughs> he's he's been an excellent addition. I knew he'd succeed at this level just his style of play uh, fits the NHL. The NHL, you know, where it's where it's moving towards more of a skill league. I think it definitely benefits his style, and um, yeah, I hope he can continue it in, in the playoffs.
0: I think I think Nashville and Boston. I think it's got to be the favorite pick. Um, Where are you going? I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. National of Austin. I mean,
1: yeah.
0: um, I I think Kerb said it. I think Tampa Bay is going to be a problem. I think Washington could potentially be a problem, but Washington in in April is like the Nationals in October. I Central mean, they, they don't play well in the playoffs for some reason. Holtby turns into a, an armchair. Um, even Ovi, I don't think. Even Ovi, I mean, yeah, he's not. Re- they're not really built for the playoffs. I don't have. Uh, I don't think they have the toughness now. I don't either. You know, they're, they're more. They're a skilled team. They they love to play in the power play, but. And and I think Boston, if you take away the first half of their season, which I know you really can't do when you're evaluating a playoff team, they this is probably one of the hottest second halves yeah. I've ever seen. They they're they are playing so their good.
1: best hockey at the right time. Right. So that's why I think we, you know we say it's the favorite because not because of the they're not the top team they're behind Tampa right now
0: by two only by two points but they could catch Tampa. Honestly. It's just
1: it's just the way they're playing. You know, I mean, yeah, you're right. They like, could they could catch Tampa. Right. I, I wouldn't be surprised.
0: I think they will. Did uh, you see um, what Coyotes Twitter put up a couple nights ago? That when they beat Tampa Bay four to one,
1: they said, "You're welcome." They, boss. they, yeah.
0: they, they said, "You're welcome, Boston." Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's good PR. Good PR. Good, good PR. PR. We, we PR. love. Yeah. We
0: love when uh, when sports Twitter teams beef with each other. I think that's going to do it. I think we we'll covered a lot of stuff today. Um, yeah, second lot, podcast went well. Uh, what do you think?
1: I think it went well. Yeah, I think it went well. We're, we're still a work in progress. We're actually in an actual studio. We are.
0: We're trying to do.
1: So, you know, the quality could be a little bit better than last week. But yeah, it's fun, you know, we're just we're just enjoying ourselves right now. Um, you know, closing in on our first year of college and uh, it's something we we wanted to do all year That's right, and we have. It's it's good that we actually finally went through with it. So,
0: don't forget to follow our Twitter at SportsRepDaily. Uh Instagram is at Sporting Report Daily, and I check out our website sportingreportdaily.us. Uh, we'll have this podcast posted on podcast.com and hopefully on iTunes eventually if they ever accept my friggin' RSS feed. <laughs> but yeah, so that's going to do it for us. I'm going to go home and I think I'm going to sleep for the next 30 hours until opening day. What do you think, Joe?
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> big big test tomorrow.
0: Big, big oh, test. you know what? But you need priorities. That's what I'm saying. I got a test tomorrow too.
1: Oh, yeah. And you're,
0: well, so rather, just, rather
1: than cramming some studying, you're going uh, to rest the mind. Rest I'm going to rest the
0: mind, right. Rest, you know what, it's a weapon. It's a it's weapon. <laughs> a weapon. Yes, the rest is a weapon. Yeah, you know what I did, Joe? I was supposed to have a, a math test on Thursday at uh, at 1230, right? Yeah. Thursday's opening day. I'm not about to take a math test while baseball is going on. So I told my teacher that I needed to take it tomorrow wow. because I was leaving early for Easter break on Thursday. But in actuality, I'm going to be in my room watching opening day baseball. So I've got this <laughs> test tomorrow. <laughs> that is dedication. You know what? Wow. I, you got to make the sacrifices. I've been, wow. looking, I've been looking forward to this day since the day after the Astros beat the Dodgers in the World Series. It's going to be great. Um, hopefully, you guys are going to enjoy it as much as I do and until next week i think uh i think we're going to sign off yeah all right peace out guys